Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be a UFC heavy episode of the podcast. This is because I have been on 24-7 baby and personal security duty for the past two weeks or so. I have done no research for any news at all whatsoever. For all I know, Putin has started slinging nukes into Kiev. Doesn't matter much to me that Tsar Bomba could not measure up to the nuclear bomb of a baby that has laid ruin to my life this week. I am speed running life at an alarming rate, taking every possible skip imaginable. I have skipped the infancy, the delivery, the pregnancy. Hell, I even skipped the only fun part of this. And now I am semi-responsible for a one-year-old baby who is not mine. By the way, I don't want people thinking I actually fucked my cousin. That would be disgusting, gross, and morally wrong. And she's always told me no. This baby has been a terror on my loosely defined production schedule, causing me to break format just one episode into this shit show. Rather than writing, editing, and researching, I have been baby-proofing a house, consoling the crying baby, assembling strollers, high chairs, and baby toys, cleaning up diapers, cleaning up vomit, consoling the crying mother, and failing in every possible way imaginable at keeping this adorable bundle of stupidity from hitting his fucking head on the fucking coffee table. I have gone so far as to duct tape pool noodles to all edges and corners of the coffee table, but when I am not looking, the baby manages to rip off a pool noodle and deck himself on the edge. I keep a stopwatch with me, so I know how long I've had my eyes off the baby. Don't judge me, I'm new to this, and I'm paranoid. I start the timer when I leave the baby alone, and stop the timer once I hear crying. Truly, I do not understand how he does this so fast, but I am terrified by the fact that his time is improving. He isn't learning how to not hit his head on the coffee table. He's learning how to do it faster. I used to have a full two minutes before I hear a thud, followed by crying, but now it's down to under 30 seconds consistently. His fastest time yet was 21.37 seconds. How am I supposed to heat the baby's food in the microwave for 30 seconds if I only have 21.37 seconds to save this baby from the coffee table? What do I do? Do I take the baby with me? Do I put the baby in the microwave with the food? I don't know. It's starting to make me wonder if I need to throw the damn thing away and get a new, much safer baby. Please send help and your coffee tables to thisisseriouspodcast at gmail.com. Ayudame, por favor. Now that's enough about me, folks. This is Serious, and I am your host of this audio-only podcast. I am Serious, and don't call me Shirley. I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Dimitri, there's no point in you getting hysterical in a moment like this. Ladies and gentlemen, it has officially taken me one episode of the podcast before breaking format. Anyone who knows me and who I am should reasonably have a sense that I have a propensity to attract chaos and aspire mayhem. Still, somehow, I managed to impress myself. I gave myself two months. So this will be a shorter episode of an already short podcast. Honestly, though, as things have been developing this past week, it seems like my ability to produce full-length episodes of this podcast will be diminished for the time being. It's annoying, I'm sorry, but I'd rather release quality, shorter episodes than longer, shittier episodes, or no episodes at all. I promise, once the dust settles from this nuclear baby bomb, podcast episodes will be longer, more informative, and well-researched. But for now, 
we're all going to have to settle for whatever the fuck this episode is. So please enjoy. Been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. Your hands only. Looks like that's it. Got to go. This segment is where I get to interact with you, the listener. You are the listener. You are the listener. I want to hear from you, the listener. Please speak your piece by sending an email to thisisseriouspodcast at gmail.com. Send me your notes. Send me your questions. Send me your criticism. Send me your death threats. Send me your accounting and routing numbers. Send me your charitable donations. Send me your money that needs to be laundered. Send me your coffee tables at thisisseriouspodcast at gmail.com. I want a table from you. Whisper sweet nothings into my inbox. Listener, (laughs) that tickles. (laughs) This audio-only podcast was brought to you by the following corporations. Corporations, where consumer needs always come before the bottom line. God, the pacing of this episode is shit without the articles. I'm looking for sponsors for this podcast. If you have money and would like to give it to me to advertise your product or your service, please email me at thisisseriouspodcast.com podcast at gmail.com. I'm currently accepting inquiries from companies based in all countries of the world, including the Principality of Sealand and excluding France and all French territories due to ethical concerns. You should have been a Delaware corporation. I people don't like him because he's a stupid guy. This is a simulated death match. There was years where my father didn't even make a hundred grand. Black guy, Jones. White guy, Do you think I'm just going to sit there and let you kill me, John? UFC Fight Night, Fizez versus Gamarot was this past weekend, and this was a night for the fight fans. Uh, Ricardo Ramos versus Charles Jordan, great performance by Charles Jordan, scoring a first-round submission via guillotine. Ramos was doing a good job protecting his neck and getting himself out of dangerous situations, but Jordan was relentless in his hunt for that neck and eventually securing it for the win. Uh, Brian Battle versus AJ Fletcher. Solid first round from Battle and Fletcher. Pretty close round with Fletcher coming out the better man. Doing great to overcome his reach, uh, his reach disadvantage. Fletcher again looked the better, at the better man at the start of round two. But as the fight went to the floor, it became pretty clear that Fletcher could not contest with Brian Battle, who scored the RNC submission at the end of round two. Uh, Maria Rodriguez versus Michelle Watterson Gomez. I mean... I love the karate hottie. Who doesn't love the karate hottie? But we all knew this was going to happen. We knew it was going to happen and we let it happen. And it still was shocking somehow. Uh, The karate hottie, for those that don't know, got fucked up. She got fucked up and it got ugly pretty fucking quick. Uh, Losing the first round 10-8, she got finished in the second, being left bloodied and broken. Looked like she had a good start. Uh, she looked good in the first 30 seconds of the fight, scoring a takedown, but wow, that was hard to watch. Congratulations on the dominant victory, uh, Marana Rodriguez. Now, please retire from fighting Michelle Watterson Gomez. I'd love to see you commentate with Laura Sanko someday. I mean it. Now, Bryce Mitchell versus Dan Ige. God is good all the time, and all the time, God is is good for sending us the new messiah that is thug nasty bryce mitchell 
Thug Nasty Bryce Mitchell walking out singing Richmond North of Richmond with his camo shorts and camo mouth guard is just about the most beautiful and culturally significant moment in UFC history. I thought it was Noche UFC, but no, it's Bryce Mitchell singing Richmond North of Richmond. Wow, what a statement to make before the fight. But guess what, folks? That's not good enough for Thug Nasty Bryce Mitchell because as Dan Mergliata introduced Bryce Mitchell... He walked to the center of the octagon, holding a hotel Bible like Simba over his head, screaming freedom like he's Mel fucking Gibson. Now that the UFC has merged with the WWE, hopefully we'll start seeing more walkouts as spectacular as this was. But overall, excellent fight with some high-level grappling exchanges. Dan Ige certainly landed the heaviest blows by a large margin, but the fight pretty clearly went to Bryce Mitchell. The post-fight interview was everything you would expect it to be. It was Bryce, Thug Nasty, Mitchell damning Satan and spreading conspiracy theories. A bit of an L from Bisbing for not letting Ige and Mitchell lead a prayer. Uh, I bet Bisbing would have let Habib lead us in prayer in Jesus' name. But don't you worry, Bryce Mitchell. The powers of Satan have nothing over our Lord and our Savior, Thug Nasty. <laughs> Rafael Fazez versus Gam Rot. Wow, what a great first round. That was exactly what I was hoping this fight would be. High level, high volume striking and grappling. Very close round. I'd give it to Fizez. Great round two for Gamrot. Well, at least to start of round two, Gamrot was dominant, controlling Fizez with his grappling, but as soon as space was created, Fizev blew out his leg kicking Gamrot, ending the fight in a technical knockout for Gamrot. You really hate to see any fight end this way, especially a fight like this. I mean, this has got to be just about the biggest wet fart of a finish since Poirier versus McGregor. Uh, So good luck to you, and I wish you a speedy recovery, uh, Vizez. Hopefully we'll see the rematch soon, but for now, congratulations for Gamrot on the totally legitimate victory. Now I want to take some time to bitch and moan about things totally outside of my control because I make good productive decisions and manage my temperament well. Why the fuck is ESPN Plus such absolute garbage? I don't give a fuck about golf. Stop showing me golf things. I only want to see UFC. I don't care about the NFL. I don't care about the NBA or baseball or anything like that. I just want to watch my fights. But I am inundated with a whole bunch of garbage sports all the time in my feed, and I always have a struggle to search for whatever fight I want to watch or whatever fight is coming up or is on. It's always a challenge to watch pay-per-views as well. I mean, as people know, um, the prelims are always free included with your ESPN Plus membership. You watch them there, and then there's another stream that kicks on that is the pay-per-view. However, very consistently, once I switch over to the pay-per-view, I am stuck in a constant loop of ESPN Plus asking me for, to pay again and again and again for the pay-per-view I already bought. I don't need to pay for it multiple times. I need to watch it. Now, sometimes this has been pretty inconsequential because the fights don't start off right away. But when the UFC is backed up a little bit, they do start the fights right away. And I have missed pretty significant fights due to fucking dealing with ESPN Plus not working. Seriously, I mean, ESPN Plus is owned by Disney, just about the largest media corporation that has ever existed on the face of the earth. 
it's pretty remarkable that they can't figure this out. It is. And really, I don't really see why there's an excuse for why it's such a garbage platform, but I do expect it to be better. Hopefully, the UFC could twist their arm a little bit or make UFC fight past a bit better to watch current and present fights. But until then, I will continue to bitch and moan about things that are outside of my control because I make good productive decisions and manage my temperament well. Um, because I don't have much to talk about this week, we're going to talk about Bellator 300. We have Usman Numagamedov, who, if you're a UFC fan, just sounds like the scariest motherfucker to ever exist. Uh, Usman Numagamedov versus Brent Primus. I have Numagamedov winning that fight. Chrissy Cyborg versus Kat uh, Zigano, who the fuck that is. Cyborg's obviously winning that fight. Uh, there was Ryan Bader versus Linton Vassell, which was scheduled. That fight I was actually looking forward to the most by a wide margin. Who doesn't want to see Ryan Bader fight? Um, but unfortunately, this fight has been canceled. Vassal withdrew from his match due to an undisclosed illness. It is unfortunate, um, but hopefully we will see this fight again someday. And I wish you a speedy recovery, Linton Vassal. Hope you're doing well. Um, and then Liz Carmooch versus, I'm not even going to try it, that name, McFarlane. Uh, yeah, I have Liz winning that fight as well. Is this the best that Bellator can come up with? This is like their magnum opus is Bellator 300. And yeah, I get it. They had scheduled four championship fights on the same card for the first time. But I hate to say it, this is just the backwater of the UFC. I mean, like, what is there? I mean, all the shit that Dana talks about about like, who the fuck would want to buy Bellator? Bellator is overvalued. People saying that Bellator is paying their fighters more. And that the, like, it's just the, it's just the minor leagues. I hate to say it, but it's true. I mean, Michael Chandler was the dominant reigning champion of Bellator in a lightweight division. And then he comes to the UFC and he has one win out of, what four or five fights now and now he's on the bench waiting for conor mcgregor to eventually enter the pool again i mean i'm glad that there's other organizations that exist i wish that other organizations would be better i'm a big fan of one fc shout out to you mighty mouse but this just isn't it bellator come on i mean like an average ufc pay-per-view is leagues better than this um Speaking of pay-per-views, we do not have one coming up for a while, but the pay-per-view 294 that is coming up is going to be spectacular. Uh, but for now, we have UFC Fight Night Dawson versus Green coming up. Uh, it should be a good card. Honestly, I'm not super uh, looking forward to this. Maybe it's because my head is so wrapped up on baby duty that I'm just not putting that much effort or thought into the UFC right now. But this, these are my picks for this week. I'm not going to dive into them too deep because, again, I am on baby duty and my brain is mush. But we have Linz versus Kute Laba, everyone's favorite fighter, Kute Laba, who has no controversies whatsoever. Um, yeah, I mean, he's going to win. He's going to win. I have it. Kute Laba winning. And uh, whether or not you're happy about it, he's going to win. Next up, starting out the main card, we have Alexander Hernandez versus Bill Algeo. 
I hope that's pronounced correctly. Um, I still have Bill winning this. I'll just call him that. Um, I don't think Hernandez has it over Bill. Uh, so put all your money on Bill. Uh, next, we have Drew Dober versus Rick Glenn. Drew Dober is tied up with Joe Pfeiffer for being the heaviest favorite on the card, coming in at minus 455. Um, I do think that Dober will get it, so perhaps I am helping inflate those odds. But just a reminder that anything can happen in the octagon. Do not just look at the odds and think that is guaranteed. Um, Next, we have Alex Morono versus Joaquin Buckley. Uh, Buckley, for those who don't know, has had one of the coolest knockouts in the history of UFC. Um, there's tight odds on this one with Buckley being favored minus 170. Honestly, I think those are pretty good odds. I think those are pretty fair odds that the bookmakers had uh, set up. I do have uh, Buckley favored and I would be betting on him if I could. Next, we have our co-main event, Joe Pfeiffer versus Al Hassan. Uh, Joe Pfeiffer, again, is tied with Drew Dober for being the heaviest favorite on the card, coming in at minus 455. I do think Pfeiffer gets it done as well and does so fairly easily. And then last but not least, or maybe least, we have Grant Dawson versus Bobby Green. Dawson is a heavy favorite on this fight coming in at minus 455. Uh, Bobby Green is a dickhead. I hope he loses. I don't think he will win. But again, anything can happen in the octagon. So with that being said, sorry again for the shorter episode. I'm on baby duty. Please listen to my betting advice and stake your life savings, giving no greater thought to it. Lose all of your money and sue me for your bad decisions. You'll lose, and I'll countersue for damages, win, and that's how I'll monetize this podcast. So help me monetize this podcast by suing me at thisisseriouspodcast at gmail.com. Now I have to go. The baby's been crying for the past 10 minutes, and I'm starting to sweat. Company. I know that it says co, but it's company, not co.